Okay, welcome to the Freedom Hustles podcast, the podcast dedicated to all the best hassle-free hustles to give you more time and money freedom. I am Andy Lehman, owner of freedomskillsacademy.com, and he is John Banks, owner of sideincomeman.com. So, okay, John, so what's the uh, topic for discussion today? So, episode one, um, quite exciting. So today we're going to be talking about uh, how to sort of publish your own work via ebooks or you know print on demand um, and that sort of thing so it's a it's a topic that you know you and I have both had some success with we've both got some experience with you know yourself being a sort of self-published author and um, I think the pair of us between us have wrote several ebooks albeit if they were used as lead magnets giveaways or even you know, to sell in some cases. So I've just published my first kind of paperback, if you like. So using the um, Amazon Kindle platform, well, the the KDP platform, um, which has got a lot going for it. And what's this book? What's the title? What you uh, what you got uh, published? So I've just wrote one based on my own niche, which, as you know, but perhaps for the listeners out there, is all about side hustles and how to start your own kind of you know add to the pot you know everyone needs with a bit of you know the the current world situation and things like that the the nine to five often isn't enough certainly for some families my book is all about how to bring in a little bit more you know like whether it be another 50 quid a month or even up to sort of you know more substantial number 500 a thousand pound a month so it's a kind of blueprint into that, really. But anyway, we don't want to talk about that. <clears throat> the the thing about uh, publishing books, though, which you found, is actually it's a lot easier than you think, isn't it, really? I mean, for anybody, yeah, I mean, really. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people, I think, I think a lot of people have this kind of big, you know, misconception that to get yourself... I mean, I don't claim myself as an author, but I suppose technically now, because you've got a book out, you can, but... To, to actually get yourself published work nowadays, it, you don't need to go to like, you know, the, the publishing house and, you know, plead with them or, you know, you haven't got to buy 500 copies up front and then distribute it around. You know, you, you can literally get the work, that get, you, get the content that you've got. Um, in my case, it was a series of, kind of already pre-written stuff you know really as a blogger and I'd already had a bit of content there it was just a matter of tweaking it really for a sort of different audience and then you know and and just uploaded it really I mean I think I mean you'd have you've got the the experience as well when it comes to probably even more so than me I mean mine was done the, almost like the old-fashioned way really of you know sitting down writing it out and then spending here you know certain sections of each day I would mm-hmm. chop out maybe half an hour an evening or an hour an evening or something and just literally try and cram it all together and then you're forever like proofreading it and you know and you you said there something about which I think didn't you say um Tim Ferris with his uh four-hour um work week yeah. is basically the same yeah. thing he as a blogger, he wrote blog posts, which he published onto his blog, and then over time compiled them all into a book, which yeah, has exactly. become a bestseller for him. And the other thing with 
basically writing a book, like you say, you become the author, but there is still today this idea that when you are a published author, even though you've done it yourself, you become the expert. Mm. Um, I mean, that there just goes to show you that's one of the reasons why um, publishing a book for yourself these days is a lot easier because if you are writing blogs, you've got the content there. Um, the Chicken Soup for the Soul, now their book Empire, which basically their first book was again just a compilation of stories. Um, yeah. but they didn't actually write it themselves. They, no, right, they, really. they basically had the idea, um, Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen, they had the idea and they got somebody to basically compile a load of positive business stories and yeah. they published that. And now I don't know how many titles there are in that, um, in that, mm. that series, but they compiled that and, you know, they are basically, the thing I like about books is that they become a multiple income stream and that is one thing that they have. And uh, yeah. so like you've got now, um, you've got yourself your own little income stream, which is also showing you as a, an author, an expert author, uh, yeah. And it's, you've sold a few on Amazon, is that right? Yeah, I mean, they sell, yeah, I mean, you know, they're not they're by no means bestseller status, but I mean, I, in a way, I kind of done it for different reasons, really. I, I sort of done it as a, I mean, there's another model here, which we're talking about, which I know you mentioned just then the income stream aspect of it, which is great. Um, but I think we should also touch upon the sort of a, a, another popular model, which is the kind of lead magnet. Yeah. reasons uh, uh, which is another very popular among uh, like Russell Bronson just springs to mind I'm sure there's other marketers but he is a classic so if, uh, for people that don't know Russell Bronson's a big digital marketing entrepreneur that owns a, a piece of software which is called ClickFunnels but it's it's basically about sort of streamlining the whole mm -hmm. sales funnel technique so he's kind of pretty much you know the, the, the he's perfected that if you like but prior to that i mean and also the feed into that is he's also got i think it's three now possibly four um books out i mean these are proper books that you'd pay like you know 15 you know 15 quid for 15 dollars um but he also gives them away as free providing people pay the shipping and then of course they opt into his list um and but throughout the book, there's kind of little, sort of not subliminal, but there are sort of messages within it, you know, for sort of further reading, if you like, to go and check out his main product. And that was really the main reason for mine, was to kind of lead people back to the blog. Um, Basically, they're pushing the the back end, which is the more expensive. Yeah, uh, product. yeah, yeah. The, the Russell Brunson books I've got. There's three in the trilogy, the trilogy, the um, the secrets trilogy, the expert secret, dot com secrets. Um, Traffic, I think the last one, isn't it? Traffic one. secret. Um, but they all, I mean, basically, he's involved with this one with Jim Edwards, which again points back to um, Funnel Scripts, yeah. which mm -hmm. is another one of his um, software, which is obviously a lot, lot more expensive. So not only are they um, sort of generating money from the sales, but they are, like you say, using them as a lead magnet. Um, mm. But Jim Edwards, he, in one point, he made, because uh, it's all information-based, it's information publishing, there's different ways of publishing information. You can either do it yourself, or you can do it through Amazon Kindle, uh, you can do it through JVZoo, um, and things can be a lot more pricey. Like I say, these books here are sort of £20 to buy from Amazon. Yeah. Or if you're buying from Russell Bronson, like you say, you pay for the postage, mm. um, because then he pays for that. But he's, he's 
he's obviously covering the cost basically yeah he's yeah. covering the cost because they're going people are going to buy the back end um but you can publish things for yourself from your own website i mean here's one which i got which is basically it's the same information as in this one and so there's what's that for the, for the people on the podcast what's that yeah, one called this one's a uh, one letter from retirement by stephen gregson uh-huh. uh, and that's uh, that's 77 pounds and it's yeah. been copyrighted and this one here is jim edwards is copywriting secrets yeah. And but one of the great things that I like about Jim Edwards is that he gave me an idea. Well, he gave me several ideas. One idea was that if you wanted to publish a quick book, is that you basically interview quite a few people in a specific field. Yeah. And uh, he talked about doing it over the phone, and then you try you get someone to transcribe it or use software because software to the, these days is incredible. Because um, I use Google Docs and I often use the the speech to text app, um, which yeah. converts a lot of the the text into words, and it is pretty good, pretty yeah, pretty yeah. smart. But um, just at the moment, I've been trying to te- uh, use Rev.com. Um, mm-hmm. So I've got the app on my phone. I speak into it for I kind of aim for sort of between eight and ten minutes because uh, it's a dollar twenty five per minute for mm-hmm. transcription, which would basically works out about 10 pound um an hour for what i work out and their service says that they're gonna they say they're gonna do uh, get the, the work back to you within 24 hours or probably even 48 but so far every time i've done it it's been back within an hour and wow. so i get it as a document and i can edit it so yeah you know, it and is that, that yeah it's possible to write a book within several days really i mean yeah. there's editing to be involved yeah but and I think that's a really important point that you make because, I mean, one thing that I've learned definitely from doing it, I mean, I, I would certainly, I mean, you could almost say that Rev.com that you're using there is a sort of form of outsourcing. Well, it is, isn't it? You're kind of outsourcing yeah. it to a degree um, because it's easier for you to just stand there and talk and just, you know, let you just flow, go with the flow and just, you know, um, and then the whole thing comes back as written text. And, you know, it's a great way of almost kind of systemizing and, and sort of speeding up the process for, you know, for people. And that, I mean, to do that, I mean, that's that's an amazing way. I mean, there is the real possibility then that people could effectively write a book on their commute to work every morning. Oh, very much so. I mean, I, <clears throat> I used to take myself for a walk for 20 minutes and I used to be able to talk yeah. up to um, sometimes two or 3,000 words because... The average typer can type uh, around 70 words per minute. But they yeah. say that if you're speaking, um, you can get between 200 and 250 words yeah. per minute. Um, they say that we, we think in about 400, we're just trying to get it out of the mouth or out of the fingertips. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, 200, uh, 200 words a minute, where like I say, if you time yourself, you work out you want to spend about 10 pounds or $10, whatever it is, you work out how long you want to be. Uh, you have a, sort of card like this where I've got a card with bullet points on it so there's ideas that I want to you know talk about I take yeah. myself for a walk or I sit in a comfy chair read those and then I talk uh, and I use it as a content dump so basically I get lots of stuff uh, which then I will like a gardener I'll come along and prune and edit um, so yeah you could be left with a lot of stuff that you can either be a lot of things probably repeated or anything like that, but you do you just you, you talk as if you're talking like we're doing now, just talking to yeah. the microphone on your on your phone, and then 
recording and it transcribed. It's a fantastic way. I <clears throat> yeah, I think if it's if it is your for, like for example, if it's something that you're kind of passionate about and and it's an interest, you know, if it's if it's something that doesn't require, you know, hours and hours of research, if it's something that you already have that kind of knowledge about and or have that skill set and you know you 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 find sort of conveying your ideas you know a, a quite an easy thing to sort of get across then then that whole kind of talking into it i guess is a is a is a is definitely a way to go i mean it's not i haven't tried it yet i mean when you say about you mentioned the google dictate um mm-hmm. you can use that on any smartphone as part of the keypad that's how I kind of comment now on stuff. I know we're kind of drifting off a little bit, but if I have to comment on, if I want to comment on a blog post or if I want to comment on a social media post or something, oh, I'll just use that because it's so quick, so much quicker. And like you say, the AI now is really good at kind of knowing, you know, mm. when you mean certain words and this, that and the other. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, the, the technology is good. We like Google Docs is that because if you, if you give it a command like um, new paragraph, full stop, new paragraph, and it does yeah. break it up. Uh, if you say a capital letter or a question mark, it generally puts them in there. So it is quite uh, quite good. Um, so what you were saying there about information that you know, I just wanted to, to mention the fact that like, there's lots of people out there, like you say, who probably never thought about writing a book. Um, they're probably struggling. They probably want some extra money or they're probably looking at sort of getting into a business or something that they can sell. The things with eBooks or physical books is, as we just said now, they can actually be, a lot, um, a lot easier to, to make than you realize because mm-hmm. you can make them, you, you know, you can use Google Docs, you can write, you can speak into it, you can use a service like um, Rev.com, but then there's places where you can sell them. Like you say, you, well, we both have, I've got a fiction uh, story on Amazon, but you've got your book. We both use print on demand, so there's Amazon Kindle. How easy was that to get your book on there? Oh, I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, once you... So yeah, so there's two places. So you've got Amazon Kindle, which is obviously the digital format for people that read it on their Kindle readers and um, ebook readers and that sort of thing. Um, and then there's the uh, Kindle Direct Publishing or KDP, as they call it. So it's kdp.amazon.com. And then, so that basically allows you to print, you know, actual, I'll show you mine. Again, the podcasters can't see, but basically to print actual physical copies yeah your book okay now my i didn't want a kind of novel like war and peace i wanted i actually wanted the feeling of a kind of expensive magazine okay that's the kind of wanted what the feel i wanted so i went for the sort of larger style you don't have to do that obviously you can make it however however big or however small you want um so then you basically just format the whole thing so i wrote the whole thing out first in word and then I used a program called Canva, uh, canva.com, which is like a free, there is a premium version, but there's a free version. Um, and it's, a, it's mainly a graphics suite for doing um, social media graphics, Pinterest pins, you know, all your thumbnail artwork. It's basically like that. It's really good, really, really good. If anyone's like me, I don't use Photoshop. I'm not a design tech or anything like that, but canva you you know you can really make some stunning stuff with it so basically i use that and and i i formatted the book in that um as as a pdf 
So I basically uploaded the Word document, if you like, and broke it down into sections. And then you can put pictures in. And obviously in the book I wrote, it's, it's a lot of tutorial-based stuff. So I included pictures and stuff. And you can kind of lay it out as you want. And then you basically download it as a PDF. Um, so it becomes an ebook then. Um, and as the PDF, you're free. If, if you didn't want to sell it, obviously, you could download that as a PDF. That could automatically become your um, free ebook if you wanted to give it away as a, as a, on your website. You could sell it on your website. You can sell it on one of the numerous third-party sites we've talked about out there. Um, JBZoo, ClickBank, Gumroad yep. is, a, is another one. Um, Gumroad, which is, I think, mainly ebook ebooks i think essentially ebooks yeah um so you can upload it on there stick a price on yeah. it and then away you go um or in my case i wanted the physical aspect so you upload the pdf you've then got to design your own cover there is a tool in the kdp platform if you want to use their own okay i don't i don't i didn't like it so again i used canva made the cover but I just done something really simple, you know, just mm. it's basically a title and then, you know, it's got like a nice one vector image on the front. Um, and as long as you've got your title on the book cover somewhere, if you don't put it on there, which why you wouldn't, I don't know. But if you didn't put that on there, it wouldn't pass the sort of spec. So they would reject it. So as long as that's on there and it, they'll assign you an, a, a barcode number. So they do all that. And then basically you upload it and then you just put your price tag on it. Do a little bit of SEO, which yeah. if for people that aren't familiar, you sort of put some descriptive words in to help. If you imagine someone trying to buy your book, what would they be putting in to try and buy it? Basically you, for it. Mm. you want to try and describe it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then you price it up and then, I mean, mine was mine was published. I think within a day or two, or two days, and I made sales on the first day it went live. So, and that just shows you really what you can do. I mean, I know people who are doing this. That's all they they are doing this for a living. They are yeah. serial book publishers. You know. Well, you know, <clears throat> the in in this book here, which I was just reading recently, it's an old book. But it's about how to write and publish your own ebook in as little as seven days. Yeah. If it took you a month to write a book, and like you said, you did that as your job, that's 12 books over a year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if it is that, actually that simple to write, and you said publish, you got yours published within a day. But you mm -hmm. also create your own covers, but you can go to places like fiverr.com, can't you, for some of the, to get the formatting done and the covers done. You know, even if you decided you want yeah. to invest, you could get a high quality book done for possibly around 50 quid. Yeah, I think I think I probably would. I think next time uh, I, I wanted to do the whole thing because I, I quite like mm. it's a skill now. You've learned that once you've done it, once you kind of know how to do it. Um, it's quite good to learn these things. But I, again, what we talked about earlier, like you using Rev.com and that's almost like a form of outsourcing. Yeah. So I think I would if I did another book, which I've got a few ideas for, but there are things of it that I would probably, I mean, don't get me wrong, none of it's really difficult, um, but things like proofreading and 
obviously you have to spend a few days just double checking everything and you know and i always think if you read your own work because we used to do this you know when we used to write for certain blogs we would publish our own work and yeah. think that's great it's done and then the other person would read it back and go hang on a minute have you seen yeah. that and it would be a little small thing that no one would really care about but <clears> in <throat> the eyes of publishing yeah. world you would probably spot something that you or mm. may not have spotted on your own yeah you used yeah. to send me a message every now and again saying is that meant to say that and i'd be like oh no <laughs> so well, yeah but the... that's same and i'd be the same i'd use to send me mm. ones and that i think that's i think proofreading it's difficult to proofread your own stuff. I don't know why, but that's I from think, what I'd probably outsource that. I think because you've, you've got the idea in your head. It's like skim reading, isn't it? You know what you're thinking. Yeah. And so you're lost in your thoughts and the actual written word. If someone's never actually read it, it's all new to them. You know what's coming yeah. ahead. So you kind of, you skim read and go quiet flying over it. But the other thing that you said about the outsourcing some of the work makes me think of... Um, the 80-20 principle, which is something we'll probably talk about more in another in a future podcast. But the 80-20 principle basically states that um, if you can spend more time working on the 20% of the work, which brings in 80% of your revenue, yeah. you should do that and try and outsource the jobs Definitely. that. So Definitely. if you're writing and you know that your writing can bring in, bring in the money, then mm. pay someone to proofread and then you start yeah. on your next project. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that is, that's exactly the way to do it. And I also think that that applies to, you know, all types of business and, and especially sort of the online stuff. A lot of things, I find a lot of the repetitive stuff that, you know, if you can outsource it, then you really should try mm. um, and leave, leave the more, not, I don't want to undermine the, the, the work, the other work, but, leave the more kind of expert stuff that you're trying to get across your message you know leave that to you and pay uh, peanuts for the uh for the oh i mean the easier stuff yeah, the, yeah. You know, the, the other stuff that needs doing yeah i mean but again i, I should point out uh, if you're just starting out and and you know obviously there's no you haven't got a budget yet or you're not yeah. even sure what you want to do then you don't need to outsource any of it. You can do the whole thing. It's oh, yeah. not as difficult. And and also, we should probably, while we're here, I'm just keeping an eye on the time because we should probably wrap up in about five minutes. But yeah. just to kind of another little point to make, really, about books. Um, it's amazing that I don't, there aren't that many people that actually realise yet that you can even publish your own kind of journals and and workbooks and you know things which yeah so we printed a basically a blank textbook i think mm. um that's one you for, created wasn't it the yeah and, the and essentially for my side hustles it's a blank textbook but you can brand it you can put your website on the back whatever you know even you're not going to make mega bucks on it but you could make a few dollars on each one and then that's kind of where you start. So if you did that as your book one process, you've learned the whole process, you know the steps of actually physically getting it from draft to on the shelf. Yeah. Once you've worked that out, you're good to go. And then you can start, you know, 
writing your masterpiece or speaking your masterpiece? Yeah. <clears throat> so one thing I just wanted to sort of quickly to uh, talk about before we disappear, as you say, the clock's ticking. Um, you've got your, you've, you've got your book. We can publish it onto Amazon Kindle. It can go, if it's fiction, it can go into something like Kindle Unlimited, um, where you get paid like a rent, um, yeah. which is a different, you can sell it on Amazon Kindle. There's Google play. There's all, all these different places you can sell your ebook. Um, but if it's a, an information product, if it's one, um, like a lot of the books I've been reading, and I've just read a couple recently by David Garfinkel, who's a copywriter. Mm -hmm. A lot of these people write their own because they know their, their stuff and they can teach people stuff, which in many ways can change your life because I've, I've gone from working on building sites now to working at home uh, and working as a writer. I've learned lots of stuff and it's changed my life. And so that puts a different price tag on them. And it also means that a lot of the information products that you are seeing, people are selling from their own websites. They're not going to Amazon. Um, and if they've got a following, as you said, you can give a lead magnet away, build up an email list. Some yeah. of these people who've got email lists are raking in. I mean, David Garfinkel is one example. Um, he made within two months of one of his books going live. I don't know if, how many followers he had on his email list, but he made $35,000 in sheer profit in two months. Yeah. Jim Edwards made around a hundred thousand. Uh, it was an information product. There was a few videos to go with it on a DVD, but mm -hmm. that was within sort of five months. It was a hundred thousand pounds. Um, that wasn't uh, profit that was in sales basically. But I mean, that's cracking going and that is something that they don't necessarily stick on Amazon straight away. They were things they were selling from their websites, uh, as eBooks, no physical books. There's nothing to print yeah. off. Uh, and they were selling them, uh, at, I mean, I, like I say, I've seen eBooks selling for 280 odd quid. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I guess it, it depends on the message and, and the, you know, the audience and I guess, yeah. So I guess it depends on the message. Um, and you know, what that, what you're sort of trying to convey. So I think, I think on that note, that's probably a good place to wrap up. So what I would say was that, yeah, you know, we've sort of covered quite a lot here. I think people need to kind of sort of, knock down that wall if you like of you know that there's no way i can do it you know oh it's too complicated or i'm never an author or i don't know what to write about you know get rid of all that that sort of negative thoughts and you know you can do it there is you most people that have got blogs or businesses or you know they have content already okay yeah. a business will have content already go to the customer forums questions there's a there you go there's a load of content in there have yeah. a look at your customer complaints even okay work out the problems there's your answers there's a solution put that into a book um so yeah so my, that would be my sort of closing thoughts really anything to add basically it's just the same thing is like if i think people should really consider it like you say these days you may not think you're an author but to be fair we're not talking about writing the next one piece or you know, literature giant, you're basically trying to um, give a solution to a problem or helping people out or teaching people something that you know, which has helped or worked other people. I mean, the amount of books I've got by copywriting legends, and they're basically all saying roughly the same thing, maybe from a different angle, but I bought them and I read them. Mm -hmm. And none of those copywriters and marketers have ever sat there and said, 
you know what, I'm not going to ride this because several's already been done. It's been done before. So they're mm. still doing it and they're still, you know, they're still a making a killing, growing a business. And it really is good for the business. They can build an email list, like you say, give it away for free as an ebook. They can sell it. Um, but it's just so easy. It's just so easy these days. And like you say, the tools are there, technology's there. You can do it within a week if you really wanted to. Wow. Okay. So there you go. So I think, I think that's a good place to end. Um, yeah. Thanks very much for listening, watching, no however you're doing it. And um, it's been great fun and hopefully we can keep this up and we will see you on the next one. I'm John <coughs> Banks, com, and... I'm Andy Lehman. I'm from uh, freedomskillsacademy.com and uh, we shall see you on the next podcast. Over and out.